This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Welcome to another episode of The Drop Podcast with your host, me, Lance Descott. You know, the Blues have got two games left, including this one. We're going to be going over the Blues versus the Hurricanes. Very important game here. The Blues needed at least a point, regardless of what Nashville did in their game. The Blues needed a point to tie up that third place in the Central Division. If they didn't get a point in this game against the Hurricanes, it would be disastrous because then it would go to the last game of the season on playoff positioning. Whether the Blues would get the seventh or eighth spot, whether the Blues would get the third spot. And I I like nail-biting times like this, but not to this point. The Blues have played pretty good over the last month, month and a half, to get themselves in this position to where they're in the playoffs and fighting for positioning, which is great to see. But these last-minute nail-biter games, just uh, they're fun to watch, but sometimes they kind of get emotional and kind of get your juices flowing, maybe just a little too much. So the Hurricanes had nothing, nothing at all to lose. They would want nothing better than to push the Blues out of that third position and get themselves a win. And a lot of people, well, it's the Hurricanes. If you guys have watched the NHL at all this year, you know the Hurricanes started out terribly. But they have a lot of young talent. And I'm going to say, you know, everybody's saying the Blues have been one of the hottest teams in the last month and a half, two months, you know, especially since February. I would have to say the Hurricanes have been just as hot, if not hotter. Their young talent started to come through. They look like they were just, they were. I think the closest they got were two points to a playoff spot, three points, but they just couldn't get it over the hump, and it was just a little too little, a little too late. So going into last night's game, they wanted to be the spoiler. They wanted to be the ones to uh, say, hey, Blues, you know, we're going to kick you guys out of where you want to be. But it was not meant to be and the Blues would be able to get on the board first in the first period on a goal by none other than the hardworking Ivan Barbashev, and that was just about 26 seconds in. Talk about a fast start. I think 26 seconds in is a very fast start. Hutton gets it around, and now Tarasenko. Then he cruises in. Back to the captain. Petrangelo, a shot, got through, rebound, and they score! Barbashev! 26 seconds in, and the Blues take a 1-0 lead. Right off the hop, a quick shot from the right point. And that rebound just squirted over there to the goaltender's left. And this line's been together for a couple of games now. Barbershop makes a good first play over to Tarasenko. He stops on a dime, plays it right back to Petrangelo. And a little bit of a stutter step to his right leads to a C&I shot through a maze of players. That goal by Barbashev would be his... Fifth goal of the year, Petrangelo, hard work on that play, 33rd assist, and Tarasenko, who did a lot of hard work to get that puck where it needed to be uh, for Barbashev to get that opportunity, and that would be Tarasenko's 35th assist. And as I said, guys, we're off and running. It's 26 seconds in. You're thinking this is going to be a a good game for the Blues. They're going to get a quick start. They're going to get a couple goals. They're going to wear the Hurricanes down early. That didn't happen. In fact, I would say in the first 10 minutes, 
Carolina had some pretty good opportunities against Carter Hutton, and he had to make a couple good saves. The only issue I had in this first period with the Blues, they still have some of those times where they're defensively, they can look very, very good. You know, they can get the puck out of their end very quickly, make sure these guys don't keep it in and don't keep pressure on Carter Hutton or whether it's Jake Allen. But in the first period last night, I thought the Hurricanes were able to keep the puck in a little more than what the Blues wanted them to. And that pressure uh, would finally end up to a couple goals, including this first one by Dahlbeck, nine minutes and 10 seconds in to knot this game up at one apiece. Looked like he had Carter Hutton beat. Dahlbeck with a shot. He scores! With a puck that had eyes and Carolina has tied it. Well, I think now you have to dial back to Cam Ward's save on Brodziak off of an, a defensive zone faceoff. So a shift later, Carolina wins an offensive zone draw. And what does Dahlbeck do? He gets to the middle. But more than anything, Petrangelo is trying to get out of the way, but he doesn't do so in time for Carter Hutton to be able to locate it with his eyes. Yes, it wasn't a hard shot by Dalbic. It was just that uh, Petrangelo was a little bit in the way of Carter Hutton and was screening him, and there's not much Carter Hutton could do on that one. That would be Dalbic's second goal of the season. Uh, Stahl's 28th assist, and that was 9 minutes and 10 seconds in. We're knotted up at one apiece. And it would stay that way till late in this first period when the Blues would give up an opportunity to the Hurricanes and they would take advantage of it uh, very late in that period to go up 2-1 to one going into the locker room after the first period. Home to the outside, 34 seconds left in the period. Hannafin at the point, point to point now. Pesci, his wrist are right on. They score! Jeff Skinner! Right on the spot, Carolina with a 2-1 to one lead. Skinner deserves every bit of this. He has had an excellent first period. I mean, like most nights this year, there has been nothing that involves the word perimeter about Jeff Skinner. And Pesci did a heck of a job here. Just delaying ever so slightly to get this puck through. Shoot it to an area where there may be a rebound, and Jeff Skinner, with his hands, can get to it. Schmaltz can't locate it, and Skinner can. And that's on Skinner's tape and in the back of the net. Skinner had a great game for the Hurricanes last night. Uh, he is a very good player, and I know maybe some of you have not heard of him. But he's been a little off and on this year, uh, had streaks of uh, some very good play, and then had streaks where he just didn't show up very much. But uh, last night he showed up. That would be Jeff Skinner's 36th goal. Uh, Pesci gets his 17th assist. Hannafin gets his 23rd assist. And as I said, 19 minutes, 31 seconds in. So just 29 seconds left. The Blues give up that late goal, and they fall down 2-1 to one going into the second. How would the Blues respond to that? Would they respond quickly and get another quick goal early in the first period? Well, they got a quick goal. It wasn't 26 seconds in, but it did happen five minutes and 19 seconds in on this beautiful blast by Alexander Steen. How well has he played for the Blues lately? Just amazing. There's Barbashev in front. To the line again. Steen the drive. He scores! Steen, a power play goal. A rocket, and we are tied at two. You talk about sticking with it and showing some patience. It took as much time on the clock as necessary, but it finally got back to Steen, who was looking for that one-timer. This one had a little bit of a flutter to it as well. 
John, I, I thought it might have gone off the end of the blade. I didn't think he got it all. Little give and go right there with Alex Petrangelo, but it's high to the blocker side. And you can see there, yeah, it's not flat. It's on end a little bit, but he got a little bit more than I thought. On We're knotted up again at two to two. This game is going to be one of those games where it's just going to be back and forth. And whoever scores the last goal in regulation, uh, overtime shootout, of course, is going to get the win. It's just it's just a fun game to watch, whether you're a Hurricanes fan or a Blues fan. You're hoping the Blues start to take control. But, hey, this big goal by Steen was just uh, just awesome. It was his 16th of the year, assisted by Petrangelo and Tarasenko. Petrangelo gets his 34th. Tarasenko gets his 36th, and that was on a power play. And it's 2-2. Two to two. Such a fun game to watch. We've got some great passing, some great goals, good goaltending, some good, nice, clean hits. It's a fun game. It's the game that everybody wants to see back and forth, up and down. And we would continue to see that type of play, uh, I mean, throughout the whole game. We were hoping the Blues would get uh, the fifth goal of the game and take the lead 3-2, to two, but it wasn't meant to be. A little over 14 minutes in, Nordstrom got a beautiful goal and gave the Canes a 3-2 to two lead. He's off a couple of glass supports along the boards now. Victor Rask moves it across. Tic-tac-toe. What a goal! That's hockey, baby! Joaquin Nordstrom breaks the tie. Great sign from Victor Rask. His last shift, especially defensively against Yaskin, was as good of a shift as he's had in a long time. And now he builds on that. Starts his shift. Gets to this puck first. Wins the battle and makes a heck of a pass. Heck of a pass. Cross-ice pass. And Nordstrom was not a spectator. He goes to the far post and is able to finish it on the backhand. Nice backhand goal by Nordstrom. Just uh, hard work to get to the net there. The Blues uh, gave up that goal to make it a 3-2 to two hurricane lead. That would be Nordstrom's seventh. Tolchinski's first assist. Rask gets his 29th assist. And as I said, 14 minutes and 11 seconds in. The Blues didn't give up. They didn't put their heads down. They've not done that, that this whole game. They took that early lead, and every time they would get a goal, Carolina would come back and match it or go ahead. You know, the Blues just aren't going to give up. They're not that type of team. And the guy who gets the goal to tie it up at three apiece late in the second period definitely is not the type of guy to give up, and his whole line is not the type to give up. That's right. 19 minutes and six seconds in, just 54 seconds left in the second. The Blues get a huge goal by Ryan Reeves. Was it a beautiful goal? No. Did it go in? Yes. Did it count? Yes, it did. Around Bolmeister. Final minute now in the second. It's Ryan Reeves back in. Reeves a drive. He scores! Reeves a shot. It was tipped and the Blues tie the game at three. Well, a brilliant play at one end of the ice by the rookie Ajo. He got tripped up. He looked at the referee. The Canes questioning that. And down go the Blues the other way. There's the one-handed play as the youngster goes into the goaltender Hutton. And you see Brodziak with a nice little pass up to Ryan Reeves. Reeves with a cutback play. Shoots it. It goes off the defenseman stick Tennyson and into the far side of the net. As I said, it was not a beautiful goal, but it counts. And the Blues are pretty fortunate to come back on that because uh, uh, the Carolina player, in my mind, was pulled down. Uh, he was in between two Blues players, kind of broke himself free, and then was taken down when he was in the clear. That could have very easily 
been a penalty, much less a penalty shot. It was very, very close if you look at the rules of when they should call a penalty shot. But that didn't happen, and the Blues were able to get that big goal. That would be Reeves' seventh goal, Brodziak's seventh assist, Upshaw's eighth assist, 19 minutes and six seconds in. The Blues are tied at 3-3 to going into the third, and they were not done as of yet. Uh, They took a stupid penalty, went uh, shorthanded. They were fighting a power play, but Scotty Upshaw got it back and it was able to get a shorthanded goal to give the Blues a 4-3 lead early in the third period. And now Ryan works it in. Stolen, and the Blues Upshaw. A shorthanded breakaway. Upshaw to the net. He scores! What a goal by Upshaw. A shorthanded goal. And the Blues take a 4-3 lead. Not just any shorthanded goal. Oh, my. Looked like he was going to the backhand as a left-hand shot. He pulled it back to the forehand and went to the short side on the stick side of Cam Ward. Just an outstanding goal by Upshaw. A beautiful goal by Scotty Upshaw. This guy is such a hard worker. I know his contract ends at the end of this year, but I'd really like to see him back, especially at the money they give him. I think he's making around a million, a little over a million, somewhere in that area. And, you know, for a fourth-line guy, he's an energy guy. He's not a third-line guy anymore, second or first. He just does what he needs to do. That would be uh, Upshaw's 10th goal of the year. It was unassisted. Two minutes and three seconds left. And as I said, two minutes and three seconds left. Two minutes and three seconds into the third period. And the Blues take a 4-3 to three lead on that short-handed goal. The Blues, I thought, played a pretty good third period, but so did Carolina. And Carolina did not give up. And due to that tenacity, they were able to tie the game up at four. Skinner directing traffic. Hannafin out in front. Nobody home. Lindholm fans on it. Gets it back. Stolen by Steen. Lindholm dancing to the point. Pesci. Now Hannafin with a shot off a body off Bowmeister. Now Skinner. Power move. He scores! Now you see him. Now you don't. Jeff Skinner has tied it. Well, we've talked all night long about how advantageously Jeff Skinner used the back of the net. Watch what he does here. I mean, surgically. Soft hands. Minair settles this puck onto his tape. Hutton thinks he's going to take it on the glove side. Skinner comes out the blocker side and just finds just a skosh of room between Hutton's skate and the post. That goal would knot it up at four apiece. Like I said, Skinner had a big night. His second goal of the night is 37th of the year. Uh, Hannafin gets his 24th assist. Uh, Pesky gets his 18th assist, and that was nine minutes and 14 seconds into the third. We're tied at four apiece, and that's the way the third period went in. Both teams had some opportunities to finish this game out in regulation, but it just didn't happen. So he went into overtime. Uh, there was a penalty on in overtime, and the Blues were shorthanded for a little bit, and you thought the Hurricanes were going to score, but Carter Hutton stood tall. And with that being said, it went into a shootout. The Blues had a couple opportunities. Uh, the Hurricanes had a couple opportunities. And finally, the man to get the opportunity to win it for the Blues would be Vladimir Tarasenko. Tarasenko against Ward. And he scores! And he does win it! As the Blues win in the shootout. And they win the game 5-4. What a shot by number 91. As he rifles it by Cam Ward. And the Blues take the game 5-4.
They needed one point, they get two. Just a laser over the glove. It was a laser over the glove. And guys, who else would you want in that position but our top goal scorer, one of the best in the league, Vladimir Tarasenko. He's, he just continues to impress me uh, the older he gets. And guys, he's got several years before he reaches his prime. He could maybe get 50 goals in a season. Let's hope that happens, but let's just at least at hope he stays healthy and continues to play well for the Blues. Huge win for the Blues. Even though it took to a shootout, they get their point. They secure third place in the Central and will be playing their uh, nemesis from the playoffs a couple years ago, the Minnesota Wild, who coach Mike coach at that time, and the Blues were beaten in six games, four games to two. This is a different team, and uh, the Minnesota Wild are a little different team. So we're looking forward to that uh, playoff series. Let's go ahead and go into the game recap. The Blues with the 5-4 to four shootout win improved to 45-29-7. The Hurricanes fall to 35-31-15. and 15. Tons of shots on goal. 39 for the Blues, 38 for the um Hurricanes, so almost 80 shots, 77 shots on goal. These goalies had to be ready. Both teams had four power play opportunities. The Blues did capitalize on one. The Hurricanes weren't able to. And in fact, the Hurricanes gave up a shorthanded goal to Scotty Epshaw on one of those power plays they had. Faceoffs, it's a different story. The Hurricanes dominated the Blues in faceoffs, 62 to 38 percent. Let's go over the scoring stats and the goalies. Upshaw had that shorthanded goal, his 10th goal of the year, and also added an assist. Ryan Reeves, another hard worker on that fourth line, gets his seventh goal of the season, and it is a career year for him when it comes to his offensive numbers. Alexander Steen gets that power play goal, his 16th. Barbashev, who, guys, he's got to be one of the hardest workers on the team. He's always in front of the net. A guy that takes a pounding but gives one back, got his fifth goal. Tarasenko, our leader, Gets two assists and gets the, shoot, the shutout win. Hutton played pretty good, even though he faced a lot of shots. He did give up those four goals, but he made 34 saves. Skinner, the highlight of the Carolinas night, just a great game. He got two goals as 36th and 37th, but he played a complete game. He was there all the time. The Blues announcers were always announcing Skinner's name. Nordstrom gets a goal as seventh. Dalbit gets a goal as second. Hannafin gets two assists, and Pesci gets two assists. Ward made 35 out of 39 saves. The Blues get a big victory, and we're going to hear from a couple of the Blues players in the post-game interview. Of course, we're going to hear from that fourth line, uh, Ryan Reeves and Scotty Upshaw, and then Coach Mike on this big win and also moving forward towards the playoffs. I just don't think the goalie saw it. I think Uppy did a good job of uh, creating a little traffic for me, and it was just a little muffin on net that found in the corner. It was a, uh, a difficult game in the sense four to four, and it was back and forth the whole way. Those are, those are good preparation for the playoffs, I suppose, though, to have a little bit of a track meet like that. Yeah, every uh, every team, you know, whether they're in the playoffs or not, it's, it's playoff playoff hockey. You know, these uh, these guys are obviously playing for next year, playing for spots, and um, you know, we, we've caught a lot of those teams that are hungry to prove something for next year uh, down the stretch here, but. Um, you know, it's been playoff hockey for the last month, basically, so we're, uh, uh, we got to amp it up a little bit right now. Talking to Hutton, he said, you know, nobody wants to worry about who they're playing in the first round, but you do want to secure that uh, third position and avoid the first-round matchup in the wild card, so you did it tonight. Yeah, obviously you want to be uh, as high as C as you want, so, uh, or as you can, so uh, when you get deep into the playoffs, it, you, know, you get that home ice advantage. Um, 
But yeah, you don't want to be that. You don't want to be that wild card. I think um, you only want to fight as as hard as you can to get as high as you can. What's your assessment of how the team is playing right now? You're very good on the road the, the second half of the season, anyway. Uh, we've been okay. I think uh, there's some areas we got to clean up. I think um, you know. I think we can play a little bit harder in the D zone, uh, especially the last couple games. But um, you know, we've had a really good. We had a really good March and April. I think uh, we battled hard to get to where we are, um, you know, considering where we were a couple months ago. And, um, I think we've done a great job. I thought our second period was great. Um, we generated some chances. We started to play physical. Um, kind of created some momentum. We kind of, after our, our first couple shifts where we were, you know, on our toes, we, we let off and they came back. They're a good, you know, they're playing with a lot of motion today and they're fast, good young team. And we, uh, we found a way to, you know, to kind of maintain that. And then the second and third, uh, you know, like you said, a lot of, uh, a lot of good zone time as a group, uh, you know, it was a shorthanded goal, so it was, uh, you know, it was big for our group to get one of those, but, uh, you know, a big win. When you're playing like that, uh, you know, where you can control not so much the entire pace, but when you had zone time was good on the power play, even strength, that's going to be a good way to go to the, into the playoffs, I would think. Yeah, we, uh, uh, main focus down the stretch here has been to keep uh, uh, consistent play and, to, you know, to do the right things. Uh, it's very, you know, it's very cliche this time of year to, uh, you know, to have good habits, but, uh, it's important that you know you continue to uh, you play aggressive, you play you know you play fast, you play north. And uh, tonight we you know we've our last couple of games have been some lead changes, uh, a lot of you know momentum swings, but we found a way to stay in games, score big goals, get big saves, uh, kill off penalties like we did in overtime, um, things like that. You know our uh, ingredients winning winning hockey. How, how aware were you guys about the Brian Bickle situation and knowing that would motivate? Carolina to come out and play hard. Yeah, it's, you know, that was a uh, really, you know, good thing for, uh, for for their group today and for, for Bickle. Uh, we saw this morning the, the MS run they, they did today. Uh, a lot of people showed up and their team showing support like that. It's, uh, you know, it's great. Um, I was able to give him a tap on the pads and, uh, you know, it's very admirable what, he, what he's, you know, going through and what he's been through. And, uh, you know, the, the hockey community supports him and it's nice to see the Canes, uh, do something like that for him tonight with the fans and all. Nice, nice. nice to get a shorty as well for the tonight for the team good. getting a getting a shorthanded goal yeah, there. That was their third uh, shorthanded goal of the year. Uh, penalty kill has been a big reason why uh, this team's been successful, and uh, it's nice to to chip in. It takes a little you know pressure off our power play guys to go out and score them on the power play. But uh, tonight was uh, I think we killed four or five penalties, crucial times in the game. We're gonna we're gonna need that momentum in the playoffs. I think that one might do it. Kind of a back and forth game, but did you think that might be the the game winner? Uh, I was hoping so, but uh, yeah, you, you know, you you hope uh, you can kind of keep on the gas and you know tighten up defensively. We we did, although uh, you know they got a that Skinner's a good young player. He's, he's fast. He's great with the puck and around the net. He's he's pretty deadly. So uh, you know they they worked hard to climb back and to tie the game, and, and we did a great job of uh, sealing the deal at the end. Something we set our sights on and. Uh, and really, pretty impressive of our group, to be honest with you. The, the, this last uh, couple months has been has been quite a run, and now uh, we can get excited and get geared up for uh, for a real tough opponent. Well, you know what? We I, I don't think that the belief ever left our locker room, and uh, you know we said right from the start that uh, that we had lost our way a little bit, but we knew that there was plenty of character and, and leadership inside of our locker room, and obviously we knew that we had the ability. Um, we just had to, you know, find our game again, and I think once we did that, uh, you know, the, the belief system just, uh, 
it took off, and uh, and so here we are. A little bit of relief when the game went to overtime and you got that point? Yeah, yeah, you could see a few more smiles on the bench. And guys guys recognized it, too. It, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, even towards the end of the game, guys were guys were really digging in and, and uh, wanted to make sure that we got the point uh, in that case. And so it's certainly nice to get two. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you win on the road, it's a good it's a good thing. And uh, you know, so we've gone into two buildings now on this road trip, uh, beat two teams that are playing their last home game in front of their fans that that, that they they definitely wanted to win for them. So uh, those are tough challenges, but uh, but we came away with the wins, and uh, and now we get to go home for one more. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? Those guys those guys have been contributing a fair bit lately. So. Uh, they're doing a nice job. They, they're contributing. It's one thing, you know, the, the face-offs and the, and the checking role and, you know, the penalty killing and those types of things that they bring. But obviously, if they can chip in offensively, it's a huge plus. Is this uh, make things a little bit easier Are you able to make some better decisions on what you want to do with your line? Well, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out lineup, um, you know, and, and certainly we can start as a staff. We can start uh, working ahead a little bit um, as far as our preparations. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go into that game tomorrow and we'll concentrate on that first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's. I'm sure it, it's gonna. I'm sure it's gonna turn into quite a story. That's. It's. It's funny in sports. They, these types of stories seem seem to have a way of, of, of coming around. But uh, for me, it's. It's not me against them. It's. It's our group. You know, with, with a real tough opponent in the way of. You know w what we're trying to accomplish. And you know we, we know that we've got a lot of work to do. But uh, you know, and, and obviously we don't have home ice, so that'll be a challenge. But we. We believe that we're contenders in here, and uh, and so it's gonna it's gonna be quite a challenge, but uh, but one we're looking forward to. So the Blues seal their fate with a win and get the third place in the Central Division. Man, this was an nail biter, guys. The last uh, two months of the season. Before that, we were really questioning whether this team was gonna make the playoffs. I know some people don't like it when I say that that we should always think a team's gonna make the playoffs, but even in the NHL, there's times your team does not play well enough to make the playoffs. And under Coach Hitchcock, they were not playing well enough to make the playoffs. And nothing against Coach Hitch. You know, he's one of the better coaches uh, of all time. It just got to the point where I don't think the players were listening to him. And um, it wasn't working. And I think if they would have stuck with him, I don't think we would be talking right now about them being in the playoffs. I, I really honestly don't. But... We're happy now. We're happy the coach Mike is here. We're happy the Blues got their first round pairing with the Wild, and we'll have to see what happens next and when that uh, first game will be once the NHL announces it. Uh, we know that uh, the Blues are going to give their best in the playoffs regardless of what time they play, so it should be a good series. The Blues only have one game left, and that will be the Colorado Avalanche, and that game will be tonight at Scott Trade Center. It's an early game. I believe it is a 5 or 6 p.m. game, so check your uh, tickets and make sure you get there on time. They're going to be giving away scratch cards. You can win season tickets, game tickets, suites, uh, jerseys, sticks, all kind of stuff. So get down to the game, last Blues regular season of the game. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this fun podcast. It was a great game to watch, a great game to uh, go over with you guys and recap. And you know they'll have another probably fun game against the Avalanche. Those games are normally pretty close and uh, normally fun. So uh, we look forward to that one uh, tonight. Uh, until next time in the next game recap, we talk. Uh, my name has been Lance Descott. This has been the Drop Podcast. 
Let's go Blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow the Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or the Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or Lance D at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.